Welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. Um, I think I'm going to call these live Q and A's. I thought of this today, guys. I was on my walk. Hoddy with the squaddy. Oh <laughs> we'll get it on t-shirts. It is a team. I can sense by the reaction they don't like it. Team podcast Q and A once again. Um, and we have got questions from you guys on the socials. And we were just talking about it before we went live. I was like, have you guys actually got questions? Because it'd be a bit embarrassing if we started this and no one had them. And uh, we did a bit of a head count. And again, Leanne has got the most amount of questions, which just is stupid because she's like been here five minutes. I don't I don't get it. The people love me. I think then if that's the case, um, actually, whilst you're both here, because you both, you, I've said it both in the group chat, and I think people on Instagram, no, you're Instagram, well, you might be on Instagram, Spotify, Apple podcast listeners might find this funny. So one thing Lucy is trying to do more of this year is learning because I didn't make enough time over the last year to invest into my learning and knowledge and I really enjoy learning. So I'm currently on two courses. I've just signed up to another one now. I didn't even tell you the guys that, but I'll tell you later. But what I'm trying to do is buy more books. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> just so many things to keep you up to date with, guys. I can't keep up. But buy more books and read more things because um, you can learn a lot in books and I try and buy now books that I think my clients would read so I'm trying to get in their heads more so I found a book on Amazon called I'll start again Monday and about breaking that diet cycle of starting again Monday so I thought perfect this is literally like what one of the biggest struggles is of our client demographic this will be brilliant <laughs> well this book came firstly I probably should have known when it looked like this small like it's tiny I was like it's bit- like the same size as your face I know and my head well no my head's quite big so that's not really a thing but I didn't actually read like what it was about um and it's about um basically breaking the diet cycle by like praying to god and shit <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about like you know it thanking god and stuff and I'm like yeah fuck no. so I'm just wasting it's about 15 quid as well so um but they do say that like coaching teams should have a niche maybe that can be on your niche so. yeah but mate I'm a complete <laughs> agnostic so I don't really think that it's appropriate are any of you guys religious I've never actually asked that no no then we've kind of got a problem haven't we maybe maybe don't think, don't think it's gonna work out are religious heavy Christians are you our coaches who are Christians and this book is probably brilliant if you're not don't fucking buy it simple right Leanne, seeing as you've got the most questions because you're the most popular, I think you should start with a question. Okay. Um, I will go with my one non-anonymous one um, to begin with. Woo! Who is it from? It's from Karen. Oh, and it was- Karen. We love Karen. Yeah, we love Karen. Karen. Um, and it's just, uh, what are your thoughts on strong women competitions? Brilliant. Yeah, go for I, it. I think they're so cool. I love, you know, I love, I love that like strong woman and well, to be honest, strong women and strong men generally, that there's more, sh- and CrossFit as well, that there's now more sort of focus on these sports that are just looking at people's, you know, functionality and fitness and that's starting to become more popular rather than just, you know, I go to the gym to be as small as possible and people are actually mm-hmm. start now, now starting to do sports, which is about how can I get my body as fit and strong as possible. So I think all the things like this are absolutely brilliant, to be honest. And I think we could probably do more with actually sharing these like on you know like sports channels covering them because I think it'd be really empowering for people to to watch yeah absolutely I remember I think um when we were at City X in May was like the first time I had seen anything in person like like strong women and stuff and I was just like holy shit like (laughs) what the hell because like some of the um, women that were there as well were quite small 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's like half my height. And I'm not the tallest person. And she's lifting. Like, I don't even know what, but it was bloody insane. Like, mental. You can see people like deadlift and triple their weight and things like that. <laughs> what the hell? Mad. So impressive. Yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, yeah, very. I think it is pretty cool to be fair. Questions? Brilliant. Um, Laura, <laughs> do you want to go next? Yes, I can go next. Um, so, this both of mine are anonymous so what is your biggest strength and weakness personally and in the gym oh that's a question who that's asked that honestly because that's that's a belter that should, is a good question should have hit away so, so should, should we like go around in, in a circle for like personal and then and then do gym after yeah, or well, gym let's and then personal? strength personal in a circle weakness personal in a circle strength personal in the gym so then yeah i'll start this the circle so strength personally ooh um that's hard. yeah that's fucking best. so awesome no, there's too many things to list i would say my strength personally is my work ethic um which is kind of sometimes yeah. weakness as well in that i can just work like I don't get these people like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, if there's jobs to be done, I'll get it done. It doesn't matter how long it takes. I will always put 110,000 million percent into everything I do. And without sounding big headed, I think that has kind of allowed me to move forward in my life and get me to where I am. Um, And I've always been like that. Like, even in school, like, when there's a job to be done, when there is something to be studied, like, I will always just immerse myself into it. I'll never, like, half do it, procrastinate on it. It's just like, I just, I just go. I just get tunnel vision and I just go. So that's that's my biggest strength. Um, Leanne, what is yours? Oh my God, that is hard. I think similar to yours, if I'm going to list something, it's probably like a strength and a weakness. I would say like maybe my independence, like I'm very independent. Like I can just do everything by myself and I don't like health and stuff, but it's probably also a weakness. So strong now I'm like, we don't need no man. Literally, yeah. So it's probably also a weakness then. Even things like when I got my house and stuff, like I just decorated the whole thing by myself. Like I didn't want anyone's help. And That's pretty good, actually. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and stuff around the house. I'm like, I just do it myself. Obviously, there are some jobs where I do okay. need like I might need you to come to my house. I'm useless. I had to get my dad to come look at um <laughs> I bust all the well, basically my, my wardrobes and stuff had like they're the cheapest shitty handles ever and they all came off. And um I bought some new ones. I was like, Can you come check that the screws are the right size? And he was like, Eat for real. I was like, Yeah, because I don't want to <laughs> maybe i need you around my house more but yeah, yeah no, see, i'll try and figure it out often i will have to get help but um yeah it's probably my independence that's because i think it's because i spend like 80 90 of my time alone as well i'm just used to doing everything by myself yeah i get it that. also does mean i'm a bit of a hermit and i am like that lonely little <laughs> we're being quite social tomorrow though aren't we us two we are okay. like for us I'm going to need three days to recover from being around people that much, though. So yeah, I've actually said that in my talk, like when I, you have to do an introduction about yourself always. I'm like, I'm a complete introvert. And um, after this event, I will need to hibernate for about a year. But yeah, yeah. that'll be good fun. Laura, what yourself? Really what's your biggest strength, gal? Okay, so <laughs> I, I I hate questions like this because I'm very bad at like finding strength within myself. Like I like my weakness is definitely like not believing in myself and not like mm-hmm. seeing like the good <laughs> as Lucy knows um, well, yeah. <laughs> she's just like uh-huh, here we go <laughs> um but no I think probably 
I'm very like empathetic. Empathetic is that the word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are really, okay, really no. bad with wrong <laughs> words. I'm like, is that the right word? But yeah, I'm very empathetic, and I just, I always like take other people into into like consideration, like with everything. Like, I, mm. that's kind of like a weakness as well, I guess. But I don't know. I often think your biggest strength is also your biggest weakness because, like, my biggest yeah. weakness is oftentimes as well my inability to like detach and switch, switch off. off. I have a very I get very fixated on something and like if I can't do something or something doesn't go that way I, I really 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 struggle with it and like you guys know I'm working on getting better but I really struggle to switch off I really struggle to detach so I said I think it is actually that your biggest strength is also can also be your biggest weakness which is yeah. quite a powerful one isn't it absolutely, absolutely. it's not the same in like, the gym though. it's not the same in the gym no no, no on that note <laughs> my biggest strength um Probably saying my quads are the my biggest strength. Um, mm-hmm. I realized this today actually training with one of my clients, Lisa. So whenever we did anything that was very quad dominant, like I could just like nearly double what she did. I felt pretty good. And then when it was anything hamstring glute dominant, there wasn't like huge differences in the numbers. Um, but weakness is, um, I'd say my probably my weakest muscle is probably my chest. It is terrible. It is so weak. Um, I can hardly even do a push up. It is disgusting. Yeah, I think I can do a push-up. You know what? I'm probably the same. Like, I think my quads are my strongest. Like, lift-wise, I can do more with quads. And then, yeah, it's probably my chest as well. It's just not great. But I think it's because I don't train it that much. <laughs> yeah. Laura? Yeah. Um. Well, I'm not the same. Like, my quads are definitely not my, my strongest area, but that's because I have a bad knee, so that's my excuse. Um, I've got bad knees as well. Later. Stop using the excuse. Yeah. <laughs> They're all coming out now. <laughs> that's my excuse anyway. Um, no, like, pro- probably my back is my yeah. strongest. Yours is definitely. Oh. Yeah. Uh, weakest, probably like a lot of people, shoulders, because, mm. you know, shoulders. And I don't really train chest, but. I know that it's weak because I don't train it. <laughs> well, I maybe do like three sets a week or something of that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Right. I'll, yeah. I'll do a question then. Yeah, you're okay. Okay. I didn't actually check these beforehand. I was just kind of, I like, I'll save them for the podcast and hope for the best. Have, um, you, see, have you noticed the new layout of the, of the, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, it's easy to find questions. Yeah, yeah. So the question was, what are your thoughts on the Zoe study diet? Do you guys know what that is? Not clue. Never heard of it. So that's the idea I've done um because someone asked me about it quite a bit ago and I then I didn't have a clue what it was. So basically it's this kind of idea that it's this it's looking at like your blood sugar response and, and let me actually just get it up on my phone. Oh, maybe I have heard about this. It's, it's very sort of trendy at the moment. I think it's promoted by one someone- of those doctors who's not a doctor zoe yeah. health study so it's understand how food affects your body it's looking at things like your gut microbiome your your blood fat uh, blood sugar and like giving you a personalized nutrition strategy looking at things like you know optimizing gut health and blood sugars and you know insulin responses and um it's saying as well that you know you can have influence on your looking at your genetics and and things like that and personally it's like it's just confusing people even more like the people who 
maybe really want to look into that stuff are the people who are already probably in shape like, yeah very well. much sounds like a lot more advanced like yeah like you might have bodybuilders for example who maybe are using external insulin because that's like one of the performance enhancing drugs that can be used so they might want to be looking at their their insulin response and stuff and you might have people who maybe are have certain health conditions who want to look into that sort of stuff but the average person who just wants to I think they're trying to target a lot of sort of postmenopausal people as well like you know looking at things like you know your insulin and stuff and it's like but the reality is it's not that complicated they're just trying to make it complicated and I think a lot of these diets when you try and overcomplicate it and like give it this like fancy name and whatever it's almost creating that placebo effect like oh well, if I'm managing my blood sugars better and doing this then I'm going to lose weight it's like well no you're probably just going to eat better and move more and it's going to be that stuff that's actually going to yeah actually going to elicit it so that they're my thoughts yeah. I think it's completely pointless I think it's overcomplicating things that don't need to be overcomplicated learn the basics nail the basics you'll lose weight you'll be fine and then if you really want to take it to that next level and optimize things which most people can't be asked to do let's be real then go and do that shit yeah no I totally agree yeah absolutely hmm. so, there's there's no need I don't even think I thought it was run by a person called Zoe I don't even think it is um I wonder why it's called <laughs> Zoe. Zoe who is Zoe I'm trying to look and I have a feeling that there'll be some sort of cost involved and you have to pay for all of these things to do all this testing oh yeah yeah why Zoe um I thought I was gonna say like um, FAQ does it say how much it is where is Zoe available um cancellations and refunds yet pricing should you look at pricing here we go, uh, there we go. that's expense <laughs> like a membership fee thing that's 25 quid a month but then 300 quid for all the testing equipment who I'm oh sorry but who can be bothered to do all these blood sugar tests and stuff no. like really people will buy it and get excited at first and then you'll just fall out of love with it because it's boring and it's like just don't <laughs> just be yeah. in a basically just don't <laughs> yeah yeah, so I think models like that are very smart in this, like, you know, it's only 25 quid a month and whatever, and it's like, yeah, but it's still 25 quid a month you don't need to spend. Yeah. Bad. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, Zoe. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, Zoe. <laughs> uh, Leanne, should we come back to you? Yes. Um, The biggest fat loss mistake you see? Zoe study. Stay <laughs> 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 Oh, 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 I have one, which okay. is like kind of a big mistake. When people add their calories burned from exercise back into their calories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten takes them out of deficit, so you're yeah. kind of defeating the purpose of it. Mm. Purpose of? Well, I don't know what that word means. <laughs> defeating the purpose. Yeah. I would say probably the biggest one realistically is just lack of consistency with things and trying yeah. to to ridiculous extremes that are unsustainable to then break the consistency because yes you want to do the thing that gets the quickest result I think anyone who says that they don't want to get a result as fast as they can they're just lying like anyone mm-hmm. who's like yeah I'm happy to, to just go as slow as possible as long as I get there it's like you're lying to yourself everyone wants to be there as quick as possible let's be real but when you're doing yeah. things that you can't sustain break you know then you stop and then you start again and you just in this cycle I think that's the you're just gonna end up being in the same place for so much Mm -hmm. longer like it's when people 
try and change too much all at once like a lot of people would just jump head first in and don't get me wrong for like some people that will work but it doesn't work for everyone like you can't just one day think oh you know what I'm actually just going to change every single thing that I do in my day-to-day life and yeah, expect it to be that. easy it's not going to be that's, yeah. okay. that's okay yeah so adding the calories back doing unrealistic things setting unrealistic expectations lack of consistency Leanne anything you want to add um potentially like comparison you know just comparing yourself to other people like well they've lost a stone in six weeks why have I not lost a stone in six weeks and yeah that kind of thing but yeah everything that you guys have said really okay okay Laura you have me um my last question (laughs) (laughs) Tips for feeling my hamstrings in an RDL. I wonder why anyone would ask that. Well, I guess maybe they're embarrassed they can't feel the hamstrings in an RDL. I would say, see, personally, the heavier I've gone with an RDL, the less I feel it. I think it's the same with any sort of big, big, big move. This this was literally my answer for this question because I'm the exact same. It's the same with anything, though. I think heavy, heavy presses heavy leg press, heavy squats, you lose that connection with the muscle, but you are working it. Yeah. If you go really light and – well, not really light, but it's light and slow and controlled, you'll you'll feel a hamstring in your RDL, or you feel two, hopefully, in an RDL, unless you want like it is. And then um, – <laughs> but the heavier you go, you don't – and I don't – to be honest, I don't actually know the science. I'll put my hand up and say I don't really know why you don't feel it, but you don't um so i wouldn't worry about it too much if your form is impeccable and you can't feel it doesn't mean that it's not working it because if you are doing the same form that you did when you could feel the hamstrings versus not and nothing else is different then you will still be working it even though you can't feel it yeah absolutely i think like you said the main thing you want to make sure of is that your form is correct especially with with things like RDLs, because if your form is not right and you are lifting heavy with an RDL, like mm. you can fuck yourself up. Like I've done that before in the past and it's not nice. Um, so yeah, but as long as your form is like there, then you're still going to be working the muscle. Liam? Much the exact same, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like questions like this are hard on a podcast because everyone's just got the same answer and it's like, yeah, yeah same. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll go on my last question. Then, which is... Okay. I'm com- <laughs> the first part without the second part is just funny. I'm confused about bread. Same one. It's a carb <laughs> sauce, but... It's a carb sauce, isn't it? But why is rice or potatoes, etc., better? That's quite a good question. The first part on it, so like I'm confused about bread. Yeah, same hun. Bagels confuse the hell out of me. Um, but why is it why are rice, potatoes better, etc.? Uh, Leanne, do you want to start this one? Because I feel like we me and Laura have started the other two and then you've been left with nothing to say and you're like, <laughs> no comment. Difficult questions though. Oh my god. Do you, do you want me to go first then? Because I can um yeah, you can do. <laughs> There's no, it's not that it's better in that, you know, there's foods that are the best in the world. It's simply that bread is a more processed carbohydrate than 
rice and potatoes. So when it comes to like foods being processed, like most foods have some level of processing. It's the ultra, ultra, ultra processed foods that you want to be avoiding. So like, you know, your crisps, your chocolate, not avoiding, but having less of biscuits, etc. Because things like bread, even things like oats, to be honest, there's the, you know, an oat doesn't just arrive like that. It's got to be processed in some way, shape or form. But bread is a bit more processed because there are more ingredients in it. The more ingredients it is, the less pure it is and therefore the nutrient density decreases just a little bit. And I think the reason that bread gets such like a bad rap is because bad rap <laughs> bread <laughs> um, i'm so funny i'm done i'm leaving yeah. it's I'm very, leaving it's very nice isn't it it's very nice so it's very easy to overeat on mm-hmm. like think about and because you, well you tend to add stuff to it as well that's why it adds calories like you don't tend to like add like you know you, rice is like a side dish whereas bread you add like stuff that tends to be higher calorie to it so you tend to add like butter and things like that which is then why it, it's people think oh well, that makes me fat it's like well no you've just had like 800 calories in like one serving because you've had three slices of bread with like half a stick of butter so that's why i think bread tends to get a bad rap because it's very easy to overeat on and adds quite a lot of calories but is it a bad food no does it provide as much density nutrient wise as like rice and potatoes no um that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell but does anyone have any further comments no i think like i was pretty much just gonna say like similar to what you've said there but like it isn't necessarily that it's bad or not as good as other forms of carbs like they're just different you get different things from them um yeah do you have any comments (laughs) (laughs) you're not getting you're not getting much say in this week's podcast are you that's all right the people still love me remember (laughs) they ask you the questions and we answer them then yeah it's fine. <laughs> well, you've got two more, haven't you? I do indeed. Um, so one thing you wish you could change about the industry. So does it mean like the fitness industry in general or like coaching or? I guess I we really... can look at it from either angle, really. Yeah. Um, Mine would, if I could change anything. You know what, I wouldn't actually, it sounds really bad, but I wouldn't get rid of like these shitty fatty diets because we probably wouldn't have a good job, let's be real, um, if there wasn't those. But my thing would probably be for our industry to be more regulated. Like you can't be a doctor without having to go through uni and have qualifications. You can't, you know, all these things which, you know, people where people are really dependent on you, you have to have a level of qualification. Online coaching, you don't. You should, Mm -hmm. but you don't. Which means there there is hundreds, and I'm telling you now, hundreds and thousands of coaches out there now whose people's who are putting so much people putting their trust, their money into this person, making them healthier, making them happier, and these people don't have a fucking clue what they're doing. Yeah. They've just either lost a bit of weight themselves and think they can do it now. They're a coach, or they've um. To be honest, I even think just going through the PT qualification isn't enough. You two will know this yourself. You don't really learn anything about really really supporting with fat loss or relationships with food or anything like that when you'll get some person who's done the quick pt course and is now saying that they're this food relationship healing expert and they can break this yo-yo cycle for people and then people give them 200 300 quid a month whatever they charge and it just makes their relationship with food worse and that makes me pretty angry because i would have been i'd be happy if they said now right you've got to do this really long course to be an online coach i'd be like it was fine because i would rather 
take that time to learn what I mean I know I have got the knowledge because I've spent a lot of time studying elsewhere but people don't they don't even know the basics realistically and it makes me very angry yeah no I totally agree yeah totally agree (laughs) it's really bad like things people just don't know or the fact people think that that's that PT course is enough and it's like it's not that PT course was actually shocking like probably about 90% of it I've never even used no and I'm just like even when I was doing it I remember like thinking to myself like why why am I reading about this like this has no relevance whatsoever I think you need to have I think it's just to cover the basic understanding of human anatomy and I think I personally think that all that side of things should be like that human anatomy should be like a base layer and then there should be this like that's like a really short part and then the main part yeah. should be like and I guess you need to kind of understand the whole RPE thing and stuff and like yeah red mill and whatever but then there should be like a massive like in-depth about what practical applications like you never learn about actually applying this stuff to real life and there's it, it's no what's that and as well, you know, I'm sure yours, I think all PT qualifications are the same, but it just kind of sees everyone should be doing the same thing. Like, so you should get all your clients doing like five um, exercises of three sets of eight to 12. And it's like, what? No. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So bad. So bad. Um, you two, what, what do you want to change about the industry? You can change the world. I but that was the question. <laughs> what are you going to do? I was, I was going to say... Um online coaching qualifications because even the other day I just saw someone pop up saying that she's launching an online coaching business but she's not qualified and like and I think it is just if someone's had like a little transformation I think they think it makes them qualified to kind of do similar but no there's one After thing we've recorded this are you going to tell us it yeah she will yeah <laughs> um one there's a huge difference between getting yourself in shape or having gone through your own transformation versus getting other people to do it totally yeah. different game like totally different mm-hmm. game doesn't matter if you i don't care how good your transformation is like without sounding like a dick like it doesn't mm-hmm. make you qualified to help someone else to do the same yeah and i think kind of similar to that is the amount of false information that's out there like it would be so nice if you could just get rid of all of the crap that like floats around on instagram like these stupid workouts and like do this and it'll like make you lose this many inches and like yeah, I said earlier, though, I can't... three stone in 10 days. I yeah. kind of think for us, though, it sounds awful, but that information kind of needs to be there because yeah. if everyone, if all the good information was readily available and everyone knew what they needed to know, do you think there will be, I know it's hypothetically speaking, but do you think people would need us as much? This is true, yeah. I think people still need accountability and support, but I think less people will be in a mess because there'll be less shitty information. Yeah. Just obviously been very selfish about it. I quite like a roof over my head and I quite like <laughs> jobs. Um just off that point as well about like, you know, not being qualified. Like, can you imagine if other industries did that? Oh, I had open heart surgery, so now I can perform it. Mad. Can you imagine if people did shit like that? That'd and it is funny. literally when you think of it, when you put it as blunt as that, it's like, so how does oh yeah, um I fixed my leaking tap and now I'm a plumber. <laughs> you know, like, no. so yeah don't quite yeah. work that way uh that was leanne laura do you have anything that you'd want to change about um industry i think like sticking to the kind of coaching side of things i think well it's, it's kind of the same as what 
we've said about you know having that information like these people kind of like help us because you know we're the best but I think there are just so many coaches out there who just don't give a crap like they just don't and I've had like a few clients say to me in like check-ins and messages and things like that they've been scared or worried to tell me something because when they've told like coaches in the past like similar things like they've just been like absolute dicks about it Mm. and I'm just like like the last thing I would want is for anyone to feel scared to come and be like Laura I went out for dinner the other night oh did you have fun yeah what did you say did you get like did you do your session did your steps whatever yeah I did okay what's the problem do you know what I mean like just people are dicks I think he kind of phrased that wrong. It's not that people don't, well, people don't care about their clients as individuals. They care about money. And that's what it becomes like. Yeah. This person's yeah. paid me that they're, they're my next paycheck. And it's like, but there's no, people don't really, really emotionally attached to clients. And no, there's like, I don't think emotionally attached is the wrong word because you don't want to be like so emotionally attached. But I think all of us have you, st- you have to have some sort of relationship. We have a really deep relationship and level of care with our clients. We really do. Like every single person matters. No one's just another number at all. Yeah. Like every single person's results, no matter what they are, they do they do matter. And, and sadly, like you said, there's not enough people like that who genuinely really care about every single person they work with. It's like, oh, yay, yeah. my money, great. It's like, yeah, great. But yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's sad. It's really sad. But like I said, people are the worst. So what can we do? We've got one more. Just keep being the best. We can, we can. <laughs> yes. Do you have one more, did you say? I do. Um, tips for struggling with overeating at night. I can't seem to stop. Okay. Sure, we had one similar to this in the last podcast. Not the same person? No, it's no. Maybe. It's be like that. Okay. Um, well, why don't we all give one piece of advice each? Okay. Uh, so, I think before kind of coming up with ways to stop overeating I think you need to check in that like are you eating enough throughout the day that's kind of causing you to overeat at night like what is the cause I guess of the overeating there's something you kind of need to establish before you can kind of decide how to tackle it yeah yeah so like like you said there like it could be a case of well if you aren't really eating throughout the day and you're massively yeah. hungry come evening yeah sorry my words are not working today I was like that was so jumbled the way it <laughs> no 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 it's right and the thing is as well I think with with people but reason people overeat more at night is if you think about sort of what what's going on environmentally at that point most people have finished work most of the time if you've got kids they've gone to bed you, there's not really else going on in the days whereas other points of the day you're kind of quite focused aren't you we've got sort of kids out got to do work um, and then there's nothing else to really do and you've got this void of time so if you're massively hungry and you've got this void of time to fill it's like well what am I going to fill that void of time with food and I'm going to fill it with really nice food because if you're really really hungry you're not gonna be like oh, I'm so starving after a long day and you know emotionally you can be quite drained after a long day as well yeah do you think if you're tired after an emotionally long day and you're hungry, you're going to go for a chicken salad. No, you're not. So let's be real. So, yeah, like Leanne said, firstly, checking in. Are you actually ensuring that you're eating regularly throughout the day? People don't make the time to. People think, oh, I should. People think that they need to eat like less frequently, but actually, eating more frequently will support 
weight loss and reducing overeating massively. So we tend to recommend that we have sort of three, four hours having something. So that's the first thing. Then it's looking at like emotions, like, well, is it, are you eating out of boredom? Are you eating out of like, oh, I've had such a shitty day. You know, you hate, you've got a really stressful job. You've got a really stressful life and you're always using that as like an emotional release. What is, yeah. So if it's that, then like the strategy to sort of reduce it would be actually thinking about your emotional regulation. Do you have other coping strategies? And it was actually really interesting. I got one of my clients, she was struggling with this because she got a very stressful job. I said, I want you to write a list of all the things that make you feel good in the world and come back to me. And she was like, there's loads, isn't there? I went, yeah. And she went, now that I've actually just realized this, why am I turning to food? I went, it's because you're on autopilot. And I think what you actually need to do is actually kind of have that stop gap and realization that this is not the only thing that is going to make you feel better and that can make you feel better. And the issue we have with food as well is that a lot of the time, especially when you have a goal of fat loss or improving your health, when you do overeat on bad foods, shit foods, whatever it is, you have an initial good feeling followed by a shitty feeling of guilt, shame, frustration. Whereas if you can do something that supports feeling good, but doesn't come with any sort of afterthoughts or guilt because it's just a positive behavior, that's going to be more conducive, not only towards your goals, but your emotional well-being as well, because you don't get that after guilt. Like, do you get any after guilt for running a bath do you know what i mean like oh i shouldn't have run that but oh you might do if your water bill's really high but generally you wouldn't would you like oh my god i shouldn't have run that bath or i shouldn't have called my friend or i shouldn't have gone that walk oh my god so you only get the positive feeling and that self-soothing emotion um it, it takes practice but those i think those are the two biggest ones is looking at what you're doing during the day and then managing your emotions and large on any further comments because i know quite a lot of you support quite a lot of people with this so do you have any yeah um so i was gonna say like similar to leanne but i will change direction can't say the same thing i know i know um so this person didn't really say but i am gonna go ahead and assume that they are trying to diet just now trying Mm. to lose like drop body fat if this is something that is happening consistently and you like they said that they can't seem to stop so like how long has this been going on for is this going on like every single day how like for weeks and weeks I think it's really important to realize that if your relationship with food is suffering then you need to take a step step back from trying to diet just now and improve your relationship with food first because what it what is probably happening here like again I'm just kind of assuming here is that you are restricting yourself too much mm. and then you're just kind of getting to the evenings and you're going out in like that fucking mode and your your relationship with food, with food is only going to get worse if you keep putting yourself through that day in day out mm. um so i think just kind of looking at what's going on um is kind of what i would say i guess mm. Another thing you can do actually as well is to create a bit of a stopgap because like usually when people tend to overeat on an evening, it's quite a it's quite a routine. So let's say you've put the kids to bed, and then as you come, you'll you'll have a routine where you'll put the kids to bed. Then you maybe you come downstairs and on your way back into the living room, you then take a detour into the kitchen. Then maybe you go into a certain cupboard where you always have biscuits. You grab the biscuits, then go to the sofa, and it's a routine. If you know everyone will have a different sort of routine or ritual, typically. Put something in place that creates a mental stopgap that actually makes you stop and pause and just actually kind of like question your decision. So you can actually even put like, get a post-it note and put like, the, I wouldn't like 
put something like don't eat you you twat or something on your fridge because one that's not very that's not very compassionate it's not very nice and if obviously kids see that you don't want them thinking well i should not be eating but even just something that makes you to go oh i'm going to stop here and think do i actually want this because a lot of the time you do it on autopilot without really really consciously realizing and sometimes you yeah. just need to bring your conscious thoughts into the present to go is this going to serve me and i think when you can actually stop and pause and do that with your actions and this, this isn't just related to overeating. This is with quite a lot of things. If you're performing a behavior that doesn't align with your goals, just to actually just stop and go, does this, is this going to support me? When you actually stop and question it, you can actually go, mm, no, it's not. Just having that pause can be really powerful. It's hard to do, which is why having a prompt can be really powerful, which is like if I said, if you know your routine, have something that's going to be a stopgap, that's going to just make you stop and think. Because that little stop, it's why why we get clients to track, isn't it? It's not only that, but you know, calorie counting is the best because calories in my fitness pal is that if you stop and track your food that stop gap of actually thinking creates that conscious awareness rather than eating mindlessly and this is what that's kind of doing with the same as well yeah absolutely mm. 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 great advice was that um but obviously with something like this as well like if this is something you are seriously struggling with like it's it's lovely that you ask these questions but all three of us would always say you know and this is not just for this person but for anyone listening you know please feel free to dm us as well that like we're always kind of happy to just offer you some personal advice on this sort of thing as well we do appreciate that it is yeah struggle for a lot of people absolutely yeah. and um if you do struggle with um with um overeating at night don't read this book because it's not going to help yeah. you sure dyad, dyad, um um christian um but yeah is that everyone's questions then is that is that everyone got one more oh she, of course she has um yeah i had one that came through as a message as well and it was just um updates on all of your own journeys what are you all working towards at the moment which is quite a nice one to finish oh, on that was it... um, that's actually just one of my friends <laughs> oh, hi leanne's friend that's so cute hello <laughs> the only friend no i'm joking my only friend okay um who wants to go first i feel like laura is more exciting than us so <laughs> I'm not very exciting, but okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, I am currently in a mini cut, um, which will be ending in like about four weeks or so, um, and then I will be going into a off season mm. with the goal of competing at some point over the next couple of years. Not putting dates on it because like it'll happen when it happens. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to say like next year for me. Next year's too soon. Like I don't want that like pressure thinking holy shit like less than a year um but yeah potentially 2025 who knows don't really know so yeah it's not actually that exciting I'm sorry <laughs> I think it's exciting um, it is yeah um okay I feel like that sort of stuff uh, yeah if you, if you like the bodybuilding it is exciting if you like the bodybuilding uh, Lucy is still in her health phase and probably will be for a long I think to be honest it's I'm kind of not even seeing it as a phase anymore. I'm, I think I'm just kind of seeing this as this is something that I'm going to have to have a conscious awareness of for the rest of my life. And I think that's mm. probably been my biggest update is having that mindset shift over like the last month of rather than seeing it as I need to tick this box and then I can just crack on. It's like, no, for whatever reason, my body just isn't happy for whatever reason. And I, I'm going to always have to have this conscious awareness of, you know, restrictive eating, dieting and the impact it has on myself. Um, so at the moment, still trying to, you know, step one is just get my cycle going again. I have actually maybe a positive update. I don't know. I don't want to like get all excited for no reason, but I'm thinking potentially 
because I've just been chatting with Vicky about it, I might be having some hormonal signs because I've got really mm-hmm. bad spots at the moment and I don't tend to get spotty. I've been having horrible emotional lows this week and I've had like no get up and go, which isn't like me because I'm like, a, like I said, I'm like a work horse. Like, I don't get it. I'm just like, can't be asked. I've been really, really weak in the gym. I've been really achy and sore. So maybe it's positive signs. It could just be me being having a midlife crisis. Who knows? <laughs> um but that's me at the moment um like there's no real updates when I get like you know real updates with things I will let people know but my at the moment it's just um continuing to keep in training low trying to eat more because you do need to eat more to support hormonal health you do have to eat quite a lot more than you think to try and regain hormones which is quite a challenge um for me small person with not a massive appetite I'm like oh that that's me that's me you know what makes me happy though? Being Lucy enjoying training again. Yeah, enjoying training again. I found my passion. I think I don't know. I just lost it, and I think because I was in this weird space of like I almost was telling myself that I shouldn't be allowed to be enjoying training because with HA, which is what I'm going through, like you need to reduce your training volume and intensity. And I think I got in my head well, I can't be training hard. I shouldn't be training hard. I shouldn't be enjoying my training. And I was just in a slump. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, as long as I'm managing it. And I may have to reassess it. I might have to do less. Who knows? But now that I've just kind of really put myself back into it, I'm I'm loving it. And yeah, it makes me happy. It makes me happy. Yay. That is good to hear. And Leanne, what's what's going on in your world? She gets bulking. <laughs> she just turning an early tank. Getting massive. Gonna get um yeah, I'm on like week two slash three of my bulk now, um, with the intention of kind of keeping it going. Probably into the new year, like a good solid. Oh yeah. yeah, all the Terry's chocolate orange gains coming your way soon. Oh, oh my god, I can't wait to be on like crazy high calories at Christmas time. It's gonna be epic. Um, but yeah, blanket. a big old bulk, um, and then cut back down. Just get get strong. How are you getting on with the? Because I've given Leon any. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, I still coach Leon, so. Laura sacked me off. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Leanne's put up with me for now. She's put up with me for now. How are you getting on with the new training program? Because I set up a really spicy new training program. It is savage, but it's like I've had so much fun this week. But I'm in bits. Like I don't know how I'm gonna do anything tomorrow because I'd had leg day yesterday, and I'm dreading having to stand back up out of this seat because I've been in it for an hour now. Like my glutes are in bits. Um. So I'm not going to be able to function tomorrow, but it's a it's a good program. It's a very nice little split. Um, savage, but okay. I'm sure the I think the hotel's got like you know wheelchair access and stuff tomorrow. Yeah, I'll just get a little motorized one. I'll be like tootling around this conference on a little motorized scooter. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it might <laughs> be quite good for you to um to be in like a disability scooter or something because we're going to go to Nando's after and it's always busy and I think they might you know let us jump the queue if you're in a wheelchair because you know sympathy votes. So, so. <laughs> wicked. Is that, is that all the questions now or have you got like 10 more because you're so popular? The only other thing that's sitting in my inbox that I haven't opened yet, <laughs> sorry guys, it's from you and it was just asking me to review the new uh, white chocolate Oreo. Okay, okay, no, I think this needs to come on the podcast. Go on then, how is it? It was really good. I very much enjoyed it. If you like white chocolate, I would put it on par with the normal Oreo grenade. Okay. It's got like, it's really good white chocolate and it's got a bit of extra crunch compared to the... Okay normal one mm. so I rate it yeah yeah probably I'm not, put it I'm not gonna lie. I was quite disappointed with the announcement I thought they were gonna maybe collab with a different brand I think it's just a yeah. bit it's a bit bit naff like I don't yeah. know 
did they need are going to do a dark chocolate oreo and then going to go like a mint chocolate oreo it's like come on guys like they mm. need they need to fucking collab with biscoff they need to oh my god that oh god feel that'd be amazing that i don't yeah. know but you know like come on that would be like the best yeah, that would be yeah. i think salted caramel is still my fave grenade bar but the Oreos are close second i'll give them that I like Oreo. I like. Mm. I don't really eat them that much anymore. But I did get have on the train the other day. Which one did I have on the train the other day? It was really nice, whatever it was. Uh, was it the birthday cake one? Oh, I don't like that. It's weird. I think it was that one. I quite like it. Mm. Like I like the Jaffa. I like the Jaffa quick one, and I like the white chocolate salted peanut one. Oh no, it was white chocolate cookie that I had. It was white chocolate cookie. The birthday That's cake. That's nice. And then I had a random one that I bought from Spain the other day when I went to um, Starbucks and I couldn't read the packet because it's in Spanish. I don't know Spanish. And I was like, I'm just going to wait. This is all right. And it was. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, I think that Sounds ends good. things nicely, doesn't it? With a good old protein bar review. Um, yeah, but um, we'll, we'll leave it here today because uh, we've all got things to do, haven't we? Because it's Friday night. We've all got wild plans. Oh, yeah, um, party. party. Uh, we need to get an early night because uh, we've got a busy day tomorrow. Me and I am shattered. Of Laura, um, no. and we'll um, we'll do another poddy with the squaddy uh, Q and A <laughs> in a, in a few weeks' time. Uh, but we've we've kept our promise. We're doing all right so far. I guess so. Indeed. Right. Well, everyone, have a nice day. If you've got any questions on the questions, or you want to ask us more questions, wait till our next one, and um, we'll see you on next time's episode.